Are you a service-based business owner looking to increase profits to fund your lifestyle? Well, this podcast is for you. We bring you inspirational guests sharing actionable tips to solve many of the struggles you face each and every day. And now, over to your host, Paul Higgins. Welcome to the Build, Live, Give podcast. If you're a first-time listener, I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, please subscribe. And if you're a long-term listener, I'd love to get your feedback. The show's only as good as the feedback you give me. Of course, the guests make a huge difference, but also the feedback that you give me. And this episode will be fully transcribed and available at paulhigginsmentoring.com. So, you know, feel free to take notes, but it will be transcribed. Now, our guest today was a university professor that helped people with writing, and she's now taken that passion into helping people put joy in their marketing. And I know joy for many of us, certainly for me, my experience, is that joy often doesn't come in marketing. I find marketing incredibly frustrating But our guest today really talks about how you can change that relationship with marketing and also gives you some fantastic techniques. So uh, what I'll do now is hand you over to M. Shannon Hernandez from mshannonhernandez.com and you will get lots of value from her. Welcome, M. Shannon Hernandez, to the Build, Live, Give podcast. Great to have you here, Shannon. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Same. So we've had a great conversation in the past to learn a lot about what you do, but it's your chance now to share it with everyone listening and watching right now. So, you know, let's kick off with the build section. And when someone says to you, hey, Shannon, what do you do? How do you best describe that? I help coaches and consultants fall in love with their marketing. Joyful marketing, that is it. Joyful marketing and business growth strategies. That's what I do. And I am teaching and helping people with all organic strategies. So I don't use any paid advertising and I don't teach any kind of paid marketing. It's all organic and relationship building. Right. So, you know, I said to you in the the pre-setup, joy and marketing for a lot of us doesn't come in the same sentence, whether it's either before or after the word. Like I must admit the hardest part I've found with my business is the marketing. Now, as a marketing director at Coca-Cola, you know, so yes, I understand a lot about marketing, but marketing my own business, it's like, okay, I say this and then someone else will look at it and say, well, maybe you could have just said it this way slightly and everyone's got a different opinion and it gets very confusing. So, you know, how do you start with you know, when someone writes their LinkedIn page or their website, like what are the right words to convey that joy yeah. in their business or convey their business in a way that their ideal clients can understand? it? Yeah. Well, I really say that the joyful marketing is a thing, but the joy actually starts here. It's an energy, right? And it starts from within. And so the whole reason that this whole joyful marketing movement came about was because I was countering so many people who hated marketing so much. And I was like, I got to bring people to the other side of things. Like we got to come to the other side. So, you know, messaging and marketing and selling, they all go together and they can be tricky because if you're not saying what the right people need to hear, which are your people, right. Or you haven't clearly defined them. It's, it takes a long time to get a lot of traction. So part of the joy 
is like my brilliance is being able to listen to someone's business and get right to what we talk about, which is what is the one person, the one problem, the one platform plus email and the one, how have you positioned yourself as the one solution? And when you can kind of simplify like that, it, it opens a lot of things up. It doesn't feel overwhelming and we can get to the joyful side of things, which is messaging, marketing, that leads to sales. So you can give back or do all the things you want to be doing on the other side of your business. Yeah. Cause look, you know, I, I see a lot of LinkedIn profiles every day and, you know, often it's like throwing the, the wide net, right? They're, they're all things yeah. to, to all people. So I don't know if you've got an example where someone came to you, a consultant came to you that was wow. like that. And then you're able to you know, give them a very clear, clear profile. Yes. I just actually wrote an article uh, with this example for Medium. So I had a health coach come to me and that's very broad, right? And so she said, well, I help people, I help women get healthy. And I was like, that's the... the biggest fishing net I ever heard of in my life. Like that could be mental, spiritual, emotional diet, right? Like that's so much. And I said, okay, what are you passionate about? And she said, well, really passionate about helping women with emotional eating habits that they don't understand are running like the show in, you know, under the surface of everything that's going on. And I said, okay, so we narrowed it right from women getting healthy to women and emotional eating. And I said, if we could take this one step further, because women is like really big, who do you really want to be working with? And she said, gosh, if I could work with women like you who are CEOs and they're successful and they have to understand that their health is important foundation for like keeping this operation going. And so we actually came up with a tagline of, I help women CEOs match their health to their wealth by understanding emotional eating patterns that are like underlying what's going on. And the business just kind of opened up because now people were paying attention. It's not just women getting healthy, but women CEOs, emotional eating, health, match your wealth. It was such a brilliant kind of example to share here too. Yeah, and and I couldn't agree more. You know, I always use the simple phrase, I help X through Y to achieve Z, which is exactly what you said and um you know that just makes it so much easier and it's also like the you know the header at the top too i always say it's like a billboard if someone was going to drive past your billboard what would you say you know and Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have a massive photo of you when there's already a profile photo right because that doesn't mean anything to anybody hitting your profile so i think that's so pertinent now you talk about this content personality wheel Mm -hmm. in uh in your linkedin profile so uh, tell us a little bit more about that Yeah. The content personality wheel came about just a quick story was somebody called me. She was crying. Like she was very upset and she had signed up for this year long coaching program. And the time had come that it was like the end of the year. This is like in October of this year. And she was being flown out for the last part of this program, which was to go to some hotel in California. And she was to come out three days of being locked in this room with the manuscript. And she was like sobbing about it. Now she did sign up for it. She knew it was coming. She probably thought like many of us, I have nine months to get prepared for this. So she called me on the phone and she was very upset because she said, I don't want to write this book. 
and I need a topic. I don't even know what I'm talking about. And I laid in bed that night and really thought about that conversation. And I was hearing a lot of this. I don't want to like writing doesn't give me joy, like long form writing content, writing books. I'm petrified of going on video. Like what can I do? Videos all the rage. And so I came up with this idea of a content personality quiz. And if you could identify the way that you best show up in your marketing, that translates well to others, how how revolutionary would that be? Because you wouldn't be wasting a lot of time doing these things that you don't want to be doing anyway. That quiz came out several years ago and it has changed people's lives around the world. Mainly it either shows them exactly what they already knew or it shows them exactly what they've been avoiding and they can let go of all the rest of the stuff and just focus on the one way to market themselves that is actually joyful and gets them results. And And what what did that turn out to be for her? She was audio, <laughs> which is why she didn't want to write yeah, this book. Yeah, sure. But but what we did, because she didn't want to get rid of the, like she had built relationships in this program. I had her take her iPhone and dictate. And within a few weeks, she had a book like she'd been putting off for years and years and years. And so you know, just because you don't like writing doesn't mean you won't have a book if a book is your goal, but how can we get you there in a way that's joyful and doesn't like burn you out and, and make sure that you still have energy to do the other things you want to be doing. Great. And uh, I know this might be, you know, a, a very obvious question, but when you say joyful and someone says, yeah, hey, you know, what does joyful actually mean to you? Yeah. How do you best describe that? Oh man, that's a, philosophical question. (laughs) Well, you know, my own definition of joy is I'm in alignment with my values. I'm running my business and my marketing in alignment with my lifestyle values, right? So what I value, do I value travel most? Do I value safety and security? Do I like, what are those values? I have inner peace and I'm able to be present. Those are my that's my best quick definition for joy. That's what I got for you. Yeah, I think that's, and I think it's so important when, you know, often I'll see that people are struggling with their marketing message because they are trying to be someone that they're not, right? Yes. So so I think the the alignment with the values and, you know, for me, for example, in corporate, you know, I had a wonderful career at Coca-Cola. It was a brilliant company, but the values weren't in alignment to mine. So I'd read a daily reflection and I'd say, okay, this is a person I want to be in life. And then I'd go to work and be someone different. I think a lot of us, you know, run our businesses that way as well. And I think that's what's so important to get someone like Shannon in to actually help that. Because Shannon, you know, my assumption is that it's very difficult to extract that yourself. That's certainly been my personal experience. What about for you? What, you know, what normally stops people first from seeing someone like you and then what's the, you know, the revelation that they arrive to when they work with an expert like yourself? Yeah. Well, I really think that a lot of people haven't done the work to understand what are my highest lifestyle values. So I'm not talking about trust and integrity and like those things. I'm talking about how you want to be spending your time in your business and outside of your business. That's, I think, what I say is where the magic happens. So people often come to me because they're maxed out on -on one-on-one and their energy is drained and they want to move to group, but they want it to be a quality group program, right? Like this is a very specific example. But then they have these things like, well, 
I'm scared I'm going to lose the deep connection. So we know that connection is a value or the relationship that I have with the one-on-one to, to go into a group. And it's certainly a valid concern because we see this happen a lot, right? In group programs in our industry is it loses the effectiveness if you get too many in the group or if the group isn't aligned with how you want to be you know, serving them. There's a lot that goes on here. So they come initially because... They want to grow and expand, but they're not sure how to do that, that they're not going to burn out. They're not going to spend more time or more revenue or do do these things that are not in alignment with their values. And when they leave, they have a beautiful, I call it a joyful marketing plan that addresses three things. They experience more joy in their business and in their life outside of their business. They experience more revenue and they experience abundant time off. And that has really been the thing that people have gravitated to in me is the joy with the time off because businesses, we can be consumed with our business, right? The the work can never end, but how do you build a sustainable model that gives you more joy, more revenue, more time off? That has been my guiding question for the last several years. And that's the fun thing to dive in with people. Right. And you talked before about organic. So, you know, what's your version or what's your definition of organic and what are some of the better organic channels for coaches and consultants at the moment? Yeah. So for me, organic is I create amazing content and people reach out to me. Okay. So there's lots of other things that could be organic, for example, I create amazing content. I put it everywhere and hope that people reach out to me. That is not organic. That's working, right? I create amazing content. I spam everyone on LinkedIn and their messenger. Nothing happens. (laughs) That is not effective organic content to me. All right. So if we're going to just be really real, it's I create content. And when people interact with it, for me, the word is experience. I want to give people an experience every time they listen to me on a podcast, every time they see me on a summit, every time they read an article of mine on my blog or medium, what is the experience I can give them? That's like an elevated version of great content. For me, it was the experience, right? How can I interact and build community? And so organic for me that's working is I create amazing content wherever it goes, it goes, but people are booking on my calendar. They're reaching out to have me be on a summit. They want me on their podcast. This to me is effective marketing where you're not draining yourself by like the spray and pray method, right? There was something else you asked that question. So platforms. So I get the content, the the vessel, but yeah, where do you best see it being delivered? What, What platforms? So the platform question comes back to the content personality. So I'm going to give an example. If you take the content personality quiz and you score highest in video, we should be matching your platform to the result of the marketing personality, right? If you score highest in writing, maybe we're going to get you to do blog or book writing or whatever that looks like. So the platform question is often confused. People are hopping on bandwagons. Like 
oh my God, Clubhouse is all the rage right now, right? I hate Clubhouse mainly because it's audio and audio is dead last on my content person. I am not going to Clubhouse. You could not pay me a million dollars to go over there. I, I went and looked at it and I was like, eh, not for me, right? So the platform question becomes, what is my content personality and how can I match the platform to it and not what's working right now because you and I have been in business long enough to know all it's all going to cycle back to great content being consistent having a strong message treating people well building a brand like those are the things that that withstand time yeah and so if it was video for example would that be like you know you believe in doubling down on say youtube or is it video across multiple platforms how, how do you advise on on that yeah well i am of the mind that simple is better mm -hmm. so if video is the thing and you like the vibe of linkedin maybe getting your video approved for linkedin if you like facebook those seem to be where your people are then you're doing lives on facebook if you want to go use one of those streaming things that goes to all the places, I think that gets a little tricky. It kind of waters some content down because each platform is built to talk to people in a specific way. So if you're doing this kind of whole live stream video to a lot of places, it can be a little messy. There is a way to do it. You know, do you want to grow a YouTube channel? Do you want to put your video on your blog and have people interact on your own SEO? Like there's, this is a great example of, match your content personality and then pick one platform and do it really well yeah. be present be the expert and be visible those are the things that work over time yeah yeah and and i think there is a bit of a you know venn diagram where you're matching like you said i think the personality the content matching to that i think is is brilliant but it's also you know where your audience is as well and yeah. even though you might love facebook doesn't mean that your audience is, right. <laughs> is on Facebook. So I agree. Double down on one, but make sure there's an alignment to your, who your ideal client is. And just the, the last part of this is a lot of people say, look, I'm just not a great writer. You know, like, yes, I know I've got to produce content, but, you know, the example before where the lady like to do audio, not to particularly write. So, you know, how do you help people come up with content when that's not their I know it's going to be aligned to their personality, right? But they're like, yeah. I don't even know where to start. I don't have ideas. Like posting on LinkedIn sounds great, but, you know, I don't even know where to start. How do you help yeah. people in, in that situation? Yeah, this is a great question because there's many parts, right? A lot of people say, I'll oh, just go create content. But actually, I was a, a writing teacher for many years in eighth grade, right? So it's not just go get an idea. That's not actually how any part of the creation works. It's for me, how I've helped people is, okay, what do you wanna be known for? What are some themes within that, right? So getting smaller, the, the, what I say to my clients, the only time you're gonna hear me think small is with your content. Like we gotta think super small, that's what works, right? So we have kind of this umbrella of what you wanna be known for, what are some themes, and then what are some sub-themes, right? So if a theme becomes a month, Let's say it's about how podcasting can grow your business, right? What are four sub themes? And we can develop content each week. One sub, two sub, three sub, week four is, is four sub. And then from there, it's no longer an idea problem, 
When people say, I don't have an idea of what to write, it's actually because they're thinking so big and so broad, they can't get it narrowed down, right? So once we solve, what do you want to be known for? What are the themes? What are the sub-themes? Now we can move into, okay, how are we creating those within your content personality and which platform are we going to show up on? And so it's not just like a one kind of magic pill solution. There's many pieces to this. And even to take it a step farther, Paul, within that is like, okay, if I need to produce a piece of content every week, if that's your goal, then what day are you drafting? What day are you editing? What day are you publishing? Like getting people on a schedule like that is actually what works because otherwise it's too big of a topic. It's it's just, it's overwhelming, right? To the brain to, to come up with all of this and try and sit down and do it. Yeah, look, and, and go back and you know take note of what minute this was and go back and listen to that because i think if you can have that structure and then build off that structure it'd be fantastic and you remember you can find out more about shannon at mshannonhernandez.com obviously the links are going to be in the show notes so before we go into the give section i'd like to talk to you to to work out if you're going to have a sales machine that's going to meet your ambitions. I've got a an assessment. You go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash assessment. It's 14 questions, three minutes. But the most important thing at the end, we will uh, rate you in certain brackets. And then there's a call to action, which is to have a call with me where I'll take you through a plan. So it's not a sales call. It's a plan on what are the gaps and then how you could best fill those. So once again, go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash assessment. So the next is the live section, Shannon. I've got ahead of myself. It's uh, you got to uh, live before you can give. So the live right. section. So what are some daily habits that help you be successful? Oh, my gosh. Okay, first, I exercise every day. And I live in New Jersey. It's really cold right now. However, warmer days are coming. <laughs> but I just got the right clothing. Being outside in nature and exercising is like magic for me. So got to move my body. That like helps me feel really alive. Mm-hmm. Also, I worked for several years and I, I will say work on my sleep habit. Yeah. And I now have my cell phone goes off at 7.30 at night and it stays in the kitchen. And I go to bed at between 8.30 and 9. And I sleep all the way through the night until 6 or 6.30. It is the most amazing. And But I had to work on that. That was many years of undoing cell phone near my bed, like those kinds of things. The other habit is I honor my calendar. And so if I'm working, I'm working. If I'm playing, I'm playing. And that has been a journey in and of itself. But as a CEO, it's been so necessary for my mental health to turn it off when it's time to turn it off so I can come back fully charged. Great. And uh, Maria, your partner. So when Mm -hmm. they're listening right now, or they are listening right now, what would you like to say to, to them about the support they've given you? Yeah, she has been invaluable. (laughs) Always says every morning asks, what are you excited about today? which is like such an amazing question to start the day with coffee. It it really makes me think like, what am I excited about today? And even if I'm not excited about something, she will make me find something (laughs) to be excited about. But true support system as a spouse, it's been invaluable to my success and, and my courage to take risks that might not pay off immediately. But like knowing that the support is there is, is reassuring. 
Brilliant. Well, the next section is the give section. So what's a, a charity or a community that you support and why? Yeah. So I, um, for years, have been giving to an organization in Africa called the Joy Collective. They're an organization that helps widows and their children learn permaculture and give seeds, water, soil, all the things that they need to start a self-sustaining First, it started as being able to feed themselves because at this particular place in Africa, if you are widowed, you are put into the street. So it was this outreach of one heartbreaking, like, whoa, a widow and her children put into the street because she she doesn't have a husband. How are they going to take care of themselves? How are they going to feed themselves? I started working with this beautiful tribe through the Joy Collective. And not only do they now grow all their own food and they're purely like sustainable women community that have come together and formed friendships, neighboring tribes are coming to learn from them how to grow their food and how to have a business right outside once your needs are met being able to sell the extras and teach that and that has been so so gratifying to see this happen over the years excellent well that's thanks for sharing that's definitely put joy into to me i'm sure yeah it's it that's an amazing project and uh and well done for supporting that so the last section is the rapid fire section where i ask you some questions and you give me some rapid fire answers. So the first one is what are your top three personal effectiveness tips? Mm. Sleep, exercise, honor my calendar. (laughs) Brilliant. And and what's a piece of technology that is essential to running your business? Acuity scheduler. I need people to click a link. I cannot live in email. (laughs) Yeah, so so true. And uh, for you, a source of ideas. I know that you help people, you know, take their ideas into into valuable content. But what about for you? You know, where do you yeah. gain your your thought bubbles from? I do a lot of time in nature. It gives me great ideas, and also painting. I really have started kind of abstract painting, and it's nice just to, you know, your brain will do the thinking while you're putting the paint on the page. <laughs> Great. Well, the, the last one's the big one. I always leave it to the end because of that. But what impact do you want to leave on the world? My mission is to make every single space online or offline that I show up in more joyful than when I got there. That Excellent. is my impact. Excellent. Well, you've definitely done that today. So thanks for sharing your, your knowledge, your energy, and putting a smile on our faces, everyone that's uh, watched or listened to it today. So you can find out more at of Shannon at M. Shin, Shinan, uh, Hernandez. Sorry, I'll get that right. <laughs> M, a lot of it. <laughs> M. Shannon Shin, Hernandez.com. And also, uh, I think you've got a, an assessment yourself that uh, you can give to people so they can go to, you know, mshannonhernandez.com forward slash joy quiz. And what do they get when they fill that out, Shannon? So that's a joyful marketing blueprint. And it's to actually take you through how you're viewing marketing now versus how you might could view it through the lens of joy and to start building your own blueprint to expand your business with joy. Brilliant. Well, look, uh, an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. As I said, not often people put joy in the same sentence as marketing, but I think 
given the tips you've given and the resources that you've given will definitely help with that. So uh, yeah, pleasure having you on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Super fun. Cheers. Bye. I hope you found joy in that podcast. I certainly did. I really thought that the comments around or the education piece around the personality wheel and also about the structure of how you take a huge topic and break it down was excellent. And, you know, I think if you use that structure, it can certainly help you post on platforms. And certainly for us, LinkedIn or B2B business is still the best one to go to. So you can get uh, all of the detail in the show notes, all of the links, everything that Shannon mentioned. And also, if you, you know, got a lot of value out of this, you got a lot of joy out of this, please mention Shannon. So her website, once again, is mshannonhernandez.com. So if you also want to work out whether you've got the right sales machine to, to meet your ambitions or fill your ambitions, please go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash assessment. Please take action to build, live, and give. Thanks for listening to the Build, Live, Give podcast. If you like what you heard, please share it and leave us a review. It would mean the world to us.